Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. 133, Rob Breckenridge with you. Our number here, 974-8255-974-TALK. We hear a lot in Alberta that uh, wouldn't it be nice if we had more uh, so-called value-added jobs? Not just the jobs involved in extracting oil, bitumen, but also jobs related to uh, upgrading and refining and processing and all of that stuff. Well, I suppose it would be. In fact, we do have a lot of those jobs uh, right now in Alberta. Uh, But adding more is not easy. And there's no magic wave of a wand uh, available to to make that a reality. So uh, on paper, it sounds nice. In practice, it's another story. A case in point is the Sturgeon Refinery, previously known as the Northwest Upgrader. Uh, This involves Northwest Redwater Partnership and uh, a lot of involvement from the Alberta government as well, which shows, I think, A, the cost involved in adding more refining and upgrading and the risks as well. The story from Post Media uh, recent days, uh, the Sturgeon Refinery may be nearing completion, but the company that owns half the project already appears to be looking for an early exit. Calgary-based Northwest Refining, which owns 50% of the Sturgeon Refinery, has hired investment bankers and is looking at liquidity alternatives, citing the privately owned company's annual report, which has not been made public. Uh, Their stake in the under-construction refinery is valued at $500 million. It's also interesting, though, that we learned from this story is that the price tag uh, has risen even further on this project. And given how much taxpayer dollars are at stake here, how concerned should we be? Joining us for more, very pleased to welcome to the program uh, Greg Clark, leader of the Alberta Party, of course, MLA for Calgary Elbow. And he's written to the Auditor General asking for a, some closer scrutiny of this. Greg, thanks for joining us here. Good to be here, Rob. All right, so what, what is the price tag right now of this, of this project? It's now risen to $9.3 billion. And, and if we go back uh, in time to... Uh, uh, back in 2013, uh, several premiers ago, but uh, Alison Redford uh, was doing a sod turning on what we thought was going to be a $6 billion refinery. The project proponents uh, said there's no chance it'll go uh, even with uh, cost overruns, definitely not more than 6.5. And then shortly after that, in 2014, we found out that the costs were going to be uh, $8.5 billion, and, and here we are now, it's, it's 9.3. So uh, it's just a really good example of the kind of risks that uh, taxpayers take on when uh, governments invest in, uh, in, in single mega projects. All right, so this additional $800 million over budget, uh, we've just learned that then, haven't we? We have, and, and it came out in, through an analyst report, and in fact, it hasn't been officially confirmed by either the company or the, uh, or the government. Uh, uh, tomorrow, the uh, annual report for the, um, uh, the budget uh, from last year comes out, and, and uh, I would hope that when Minister Sisi gets up, he'll, uh, he'll have some answers for us here. But um, we've no reason to believe uh, that this uh, analyst report is anything other than accurate. So what is the risk to taxpayers? How involved is the Alberta government in this project? 
Well, we we have to fund uh, the uh, any overruns. Uh, and and so you know what that does that comes out of the tolls that we pay basically the rent that uh, that Alberta taxpayers and the government of Alberta on behalf of all citizens uh, pay to run the facility and each dollar that that goes in I mean w- w- the the deal from the perspective of uh, CNRL and and uh, the, the Northwest Upgrading Partnership uh, they get their capital costs returned to them and they get a return on equity and they get their debt costs paid for as part of the part of the agreement and uh, and and so. All of that money, or at least Alberta's portion of that money, comes ultimately from taxpayers. So the risk here for loss is, is, is essentially unlimited. Um, what we ought, what we'll hear about, and I think as you said in your introduction, it's very tempting, and let me be really clear, in an economic downturn, um, I have a great deal of uh, empathy for the people who are working on the projects, the jobs that are created for those people, and the, the, the fact that it feeds their families. Um, uh, that is something that we need more of in this province. However, um, what does it cost us to create each one of those jobs? I mean, it's going to cost, uh, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood of $120,000 per barrel of oil to process each one of these barrels. Um, and, uh, and, and the nearly billion dollars a year over the next 30 years that will be spent in uh, tolls to, uh, uh, on, on the facility and buys a lot of health care. Now, that may turn at some point into, into profit depending on the swings of commodity prices and differential between bitumen and low-sulfur diesel and all of these sorts of things. But those are very complex calculations. They're incredibly risky. Um, and frankly, I don't think it's an appropriate thing for a government to be doing and risking our tax dollars in this way. Well, it does seem we have different objectives here. I mean, we want to build pipelines so that we can fetch a higher price for our product, but if we want this project to survive, uh, we we don't want uh, a higher price for our product. We need there to be that, that gap to make this profitable. Well, yeah, you remember back to the bitumen bubble, right. uh, where there's the big differential between what we get for bitumen uh, and and, uh, and what it costs, you know, what, what our price here is for bitumen uh, because of that uh, lack of market access. So, you know, capitalism works incredibly well <laughs> when you let the market dictate and drive uh, how, how things go. Uh, the, the value to Albertans from exporting our, our, our raw bitumen via pipeline to markets that want it, be that south, east, west, north, wherever the heck the markets are, let's build pipelines in all the, all directions. The economic activity, the jobs that are created in Alberta, the tax dollars that are driven from that product are equal to or greater than any sort of effort we'd find in, in government artificially manipulating the process in, uh, in, in, in quote-unquote, uh, adding value. Uh, it's a very tempting thing, right? The whole idea is, well, we should upgrade and add value, but, you know, if the economics aren't there, the economics aren't there, and, and no government in the world is going to be able to adjust that uh, without spending billions of taxpayer dollars, which frankly could go to far greater purposes. Well, and I guess, as you point out in your letter to the Auditor General, if investors are nervous, if credit rating agencies are nervous, that we probably should be too. Well, absolutely. You know, we haven't ever seen full details of the agreement. Now, it's a commercial agreement. I understand that there could be some um, legitimate reasons for confidentiality. We can't see that, but, you know, the Auditor General can. Um, and I don't believe Albertans have ever been given a full accounting of the risks of this project. And every time news like this comes out, the prices go up, uh, and we're just on the hook for even more uh, every time. And, and it's um, it, it's a tremendous concern. Now, 
the NDP didn't get us into this mess. Right. Uh, it was ultimately, it was the PCs uh, under Premier Stelmack and Premier Redford uh, doubled down and continued the project. Um, and those were, I think, the wrong decisions at the time, but, but we are where we are. What the NDP, I think, at this point can do is not under any circumstances approve phases two and three of this project, which would be equal to or greater than uh, in, in size, um, further putting tax dollars at risk. And they also have to be very careful about their petrochemical value-add um, strategy, uh, which is committed to, to, to date $500 million uh, to incent uh, petrochemical development in uh, north of Edmonton. So what could the Auditor General tell us then, do you think? Well, I think that he would have access, his office would have access to files that aren't necessarily public. Um, and, you know, the thing I love about the Auditor General is he doesn't care about politics. He doesn't care about optics. He cares about facts. Uh, and what has been really unclear is what are those levers? What are we cheering for here? Are we cheering for higher prices of diesel? Are we cheering for lower prices of bitumen? You know, what's the, how are we going to be able to evaluate going forward um, what the... Uh, benefit or what, what would look like success. I mean, there is a there is a path here, and I'm cheering for it. Trust me. I hope this project is a is a success and returns dollars yeah. to Alberta <laughs> taxpayers. Given the cost increases and and and, and commodity price changes, I'm, I'm worried we're not going to get there. But I think it would give the the minister information they need to make good decisions as we as we move forward. It would give Albertans the transparency we deserve for the billions of our dollars that they're getting invested in this project. Yeah, well, yeah, hope for the best. I mean, that's kind of where we're at now, absolutely. Uh, hey, Greg, and just before we let you go, I wanted to, to follow up. I know there was this big gathering over the weekend in Red Deer called Alberta Together. You've been a part of this. Where, where are things at? What came out of that weekend? Where does the political center in Alberta go from here? Yeah, you know, the, that, that was uh, um, 350 people in, uh, in, a, in a hot hotel ballroom in Red Deer in, in uh, the end of June, I think, tells you uh, how engaged people are, how um, interested they are in building a, a really viable, a strong centrist party. Uh, and I think the answer to your question is that people get behind the Alberta party. We've seen a, a, a big uptick in our, our membership. Uh, some, some donations are starting to roll in. Uh, people are calling me uh, interested in running as candidates. We've had a, a big upsurge of people creating constituency associations under the Alberta party. Um, Alberta politics, Rob, I don't need to tell you this, is very polarized. Mm -hmm. And we have the right telling us that only they care about the economy. We have the left telling us that only they care about people. Well, I care about both. The Alberta Party cares about both, and Albertans care about both. And we can have uh, a well-managed economy. We can have reasonable fiscal discipline where tax dollars are, are truly respected without devastating our public services. Um, and all the while, uh, looking out for minority rights. Uh, this is not an either-or, and that's what I think most Albertans uh, believe, and which is why so many people are drawn to the Alberta Party. All right. Well, Greg, we'll leave it there. Thanks for making some time for us here today. Appreciate this. You bet, Rob. Anytime. Take care. Greg Clark, he is the leader of the Alberta Party. He is also, of course, the MLA for Calgary Elbow. Uh, so we'd like to see the Auditor General uh, go through the numbers here and find out just what the true cost of the Sturgeon refinery is and how much, in terms of taxpayer dollars, are at stake here. Uh, Ted Morton, of course, former finance minister since leaving politics, has done a lot of research on this. Uh, he did a paper for the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. This was two years ago. But as he points out, the original $6.5 billion cap on the government's liability for construction costs disappeared. And the government of Alberta, by extension Alberta taxpayers, are now on the hook for $26 billion in processing payments, the equivalent of $63 per barrel. 
Falling oil prices are further undermining the prospects for the investment to break even. So that's a big concern. If that's what it takes to bring big new refineries and upgraders online, is it worth it? Look, if private companies, if they want to invest and build these projects, then great, go for it, do it. But if this is what it takes to make it happen, this kind of investment, this kind of risk, doesn't seem as though it's worth the cost to me. Anyway, 403-974-8255. We'll take a break here. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.